I'm Robin Hamler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Lena Hackler, Chief Executive Officer and founder of Bright Payments. I want to start very broadly, Lena, to begin with. What would you say, particularly perhaps after the excitements of the month of March, are the key challenges facing fintechs now? I would say that probably I still think that the current environment, particularly with regards to fundraising, is challenging for the fintech industry at the moment. That is what I see and hear from my peers on the market, as I think fintechs are readjusting the pace that they are used to working in. When you say the pace they're used to working, the pace presumably was work fast, fail fast, get it right the second time. I would say for for some, that certainly is true, but also in terms of accelerating go-to-market, trying to build new categories, customer acquisition to reach sort of critical scale faster. I think that is probably the pace that a lot of us have top of mind and that I think that deserves some readjusting given sort of the way that fintechs are usually built and the the funding they require. This is perhaps an unreasonable question to put you on the spot with, but I'm going to anyway. How many fintechs are likely to survive? What sort of percentage fallout do you think you're going to see this year? Oh, that's a very interesting question. I think that, um, uh, first of all, I would like to distinguish between fintechs that have a challenging business model to start with that may not be able to survive at all versus those that have a quintessentially viable business model but have been perhaps running a bit quicker than they would have in different uh, circumstances or under different circumstances. And I think for the the first part, I would say maybe that's around maybe 30% of the market, I think, are going to have a very challenging time ever reaching sort of a, a proper product market fit in the absence of a long runway, which is really a shame because a lot of those ideas might might be great. They just need more time and they may no longer be able to afford the luxury of getting that time and that type of runway. And for everyone else, I think it's a matter of readjusting. And I think that perhaps recently in the media, we've seen some very harsh criticism of what I believe are very promising business models, but they just take time. As for myself, I, I run a B2B2C business. So we serve payment solutions to merchants who in turn offer them to consumers. So our primary target group in terms of sales are merchants. Um, or businesses, more broadly speaking, which is something obviously that rather scales with the number of of commercial staff that you have in the business versus other fintechs that are more consumer facing and depend on consumer acquisition and associated marketing spends um, that I think is more challenging. And um, that I think is more of a readjustment that will take some time, but I certainly hope that those will survive. Let's look at a different aspect of the environment now. Yes, The world has changed as far as financing is concerned, and it's all getting a little bit more expensive. But there are other issues as well, things like PSD3 coming up, which is going to change the environment again for fintechs. So basically, I mean, the the, uh, PSD3 for for payment services in particular, I would see is rather a natural evolution of the um, regulation that we already have, which is admittedly flawed. And um, that is something that we observe on a daily basis. And I'm hoping that PSD3, to that extent, is going to help alleviate some of the pain that as sort of um, financial services providers we have in the market. I don't think it's going to revolutionize the industry, but it should hope basically, I sure hope that it will and should um, help mature the regulatory environment for payment companies. 
Now, you mentioned very specifically that your target audience are the merchants. As a first step, yes, we depend on the merchants to offer the payment method to consumers. So indeed, yes. How is that environment changing? Because we've gone from offering a faster service to through a financial institution to embedding finance within the merchant experience itself. Mm-hmm. How is open finance going to evolve and what challenges does that present? So in terms of the overall environment, um, I think there is uh, it's positive in the sense that a lot of merchants were also looking to streamline their payment operations, which is, of course, in our favor, given that basically open banking payments are widely credited to be a very uh, efficient and cost-saving way to process payments. So from that point of view, that's positive. But generally speaking, I think a more harmonized approach to regulation is going to help the adoption of payment services under open finance and hopefully sort of bring us more widespread use cases in a wider range of verticals in in both this and next year. And what does that mean for the future then? You're talking about this year and next year in terms of the customer experience, because the one thing that everybody tells me is that CX is everything. The customer experience is the be-all and the end-all. Oh, yes. No, absolutely. It's a bit of a philosophical question, but arguably, basically, a lot of the payment volumes in Europe today and worldwide, arguably, are processed through credit cards, which can be a smooth experience if you, for example, have a card on file or you have your card details saved in the browser. And so consumer convenience is going to play an absolutely key role in the rise of the payments uh, in open banking because they're going to have to rival that consumer experience. And what we see in PSD3, especially with regard to strong customer authentication, there are additional opportunities to build smoother payment processes that I think are going to fuel the adoption, certainly, because ultimately it is going to depend on the consumer experience. I, Especially, for example, when I speak to, to analysts or investors, they will typically state that um, the merchant benefit is very, very clear. But what is the benefit for consumers to pay with their bank account online versus, for example, with a credit card? And there, the convenience aspect is usually my go-to answer because that is ultimately where we, we can trump a credit card payment, when, especially, for example, on mobile, where the majority of purchases online happen today. So do you think this is going to change economies more broadly? I believe so, because, of course... And one of the, the, the aspects of, of payments in, in open banking, as we see more basically widespread adoption of instant processing across Europe, if we look at, for example, faster payments in the UK, or if we look at SEPA instant sort of in, in the EU, what we see is that there is a trend of money moving faster. And that, of course, has an impact on a large variety of business models, on the cash flow of businesses. Um, if they can receive, for example, incoming payments on the same day within the same hour, versus, for example, with a three-day delay or an even longer delay as is often artificially imposed by, by card processing businesses, um, I think that will have an impact on, them, on the economy, absolutely. And also, you know, look at business models uh, such as Ascrow, for example, um, and the various use cases that, that we see there, where there's a, a middleman introduced to bridge, basically, the receipt of, of incoming funds and the exchange of goods or services connected to it. If that can happen instantly at the same time as a good is handed over from party A to party B, um, that can also, of course, change the way that we conduct business, more broadly speaking, not just maybe in e-commerce, which is normally what we talk about when we talk about payments. Well, there is one thing, one topic we haven't actually even mentioned yet, and I'm going to round up on this with you, if I may, 
and that's artificial intelligence which yes. is getting a lot of people hot under the collar one way or another at the moment what are your views there and how do you think that's going to impact fintechs more generally Oh, there are so many possible applications, of course, um, of, of AI. I mean, looking at, of course, ChatGBT most recently and the discussion that we've had about that um, also within our own business. I think it is going to make a pretty massive impact over time. I think in the short term, a lot of businesses struggle um, how how much they should embrace the technology and what potential risks it may come with, which is, in in, in all fairness, is opaque because there is not a great deal of regulation or rules around the use of AI just yet. But if I just look at the different use cases, I think that there is an impact on potentially every part of a fintech operation, ranging from very you know obvious use cases such as customer service chatbots, but of course also going into the creation of code. Fintech largely hinges upon resources and engineering and development talent, which are very scarce. There's a war for talent. Imagine being able to replace some of the code that is being produced through basically a or replace some of the resources that on the more simple um, applications with an artificial intelligence could help focus on building more revolutionary technology further down the road. Um, so I think there's a number of different ways where we can see the benefits. As for the downsides, that remains to be seen. So, for example, what happens to code that is being pasted and uploaded? And how is it made available to other businesses? How is it going to impact companies' IP rights? Is it going to help commoditize certain technology? That's a different question. I think those are some of the questions, at least, I, I would I would like to spend more time thinking about and potentially exchanging ideas with others on. In which case, we will leave those questions for another day. Lena Hackler, Chief Executive Officer and Founder of Bright Payments, thank you very much.